Hello and welcome to another round of two old guys on the back porch. I think I'll have another round. I being Steve Scotch and we have the lovely and talented cat that's C-A-T working on a new recipe. Cat, let's get the party started. Hey, how y'all doing? We can be found on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Audible. Uh, two shout outs this week are uh, places Cat has lived. The first one is in Roanoke, Virginia, in the Highlands area. Roanoke is known as the Magic City with the big Roanoke star there on Mill Mountain. The Magic City. The Magic City. It used to be called the Big Lick. Yeah, I've heard because that. Because there was like a salt deposit there on the Roanoke River. Huge. But then eventually they changed the name to Roanoke. I don't know what was magic about it. <laughs> <laughs> and the other city this week is Atlanta, Georgia. I lived in the Sandy Springs area. Atlanta's known for the Atlanta Braves, Coca-Cola, CNN, uh, Centennial Park, and the Georgia Aquarium. Giving y'all a big shout out. <laughs> All right. Let's let the pumpkins play. Just let the Smashing Pumpkins play the whole time. <laughs> All right. Alcohol evidently is here on the back porch and it's taken effect already. Let's see, I do like bourbon and maybe three people. And I do have a t shirt that says that. I got my favorite Manhattan rocking today. Cat, what you sipping? Just a gin and tonic. Gin and tonic. All right. The old classic. All right. Today, before we get into the hot topic, we're going to take a little side, uh, take a side street here and, and talk about the wives of athletes oh, or no. entertainers or musicians. They can't seem to keep their grimy thumbs off the Twitter sphere. I, I don't understand it. First, we'll start with uh, Patrick Mahomes. He's a quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs. Very good player. Seems like a very cool dude. His wife, well, of course, her name is Brittany. Brittany! Let's give it up to the moms from the 90s and the early 2000s for naming every other daughter Brittany. I mean, Brittany. you've got a you 99. You have cousins who named their daughter Brittany, didn't you? There's a very high chance if you name your daughter Brittany, she's not going to be very smart. Now, Patrick Mahomes' wife, Brittany, this has been going on, I think, since they were uh, engaged and now they're married with kids. And good for them. I hope they have a very happy life. But keep her off of the phone, okay? She's on there, you know. He's already, he throws a touchdown pass, I guess, in a preseason game. She's already got on there thumbs going about, look out, NFL. Patrick's going to play even better this year and blah, 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 blah. Shut your mouth, okay? Well, you this know, has been that's going on. Great. For, she's supportive of her husband. She just needs to keep that on yeah, the home Yeah, turf. but she's, she's had some dodgy shit come out there before then, okay? Just sit it down, shut it up. Nobody wants to hear it. I don't understand why he doesn't go to her. And tell her to nip it. You're you're embarrassing the Chiefs, him, the whole thing. Just just go lay down. And the other one, if we stick with the NFL quarterbacks, is Baker Mayfield's wife. Okay, here's another one. Well, her name's Emily. They didn't call Emily. her Brittany. That's pretty close. I like Emily though. Emily's a nice name. So she has been 
thumbs a blazing since he was at Cleveland. Of course, he got bounced out of there, but we won't get into that. You know, Does she like Charlotte, North Carolina now? <laughs> they love it, you know, <laughs> and they love their opportunity in Cleveland. They took the high road when right. they left. There's no animosity. But she has been on the Twitter sphere over and over again, bitching about the refs and, you know, the, the fans. The season hasn't even started. No, this is in the past, the past. Okay? okay? This has been going on, not just now. I'm talking about this has been going on oh. for the last couple of years. Get the phone out of these chicks' hands, okay? Go lay down. Nobody wants to hear your mouth. I don't understand why their own husbands don't tell them to cut it out. Well, she's think- bitching about the refs. Bitching. She she threw his own players under the bus and said he's out there throwing three interceptions every game because the rest of the guys suck. Okay, shut your mouth. Okay, now here's another one. Uh, oh, her name is Brittany. Brittany. And Brittany Carroll. She's got two names. She's married to Jason Aldean. Oh, dear. A very popular country singer. I like the guy. He's got some good songs. He's got some bad songs, but he, he's pretty good. Austin, in. go ahead. Now, she's piped up and thrown her hat in the ring about the transgender uh, kids. Okay. The Lord have and, mercy. And it, it's ugly. It's ugly. I have no idea why she would open her trap because nobody cares what she thinks anyway. But gets on there and says, uh, you know, good thing when I was going through my tomboy stage that my parents didn't go, you know, get my genitalia switched or something. Now, she didn't say that exactly, but it, it was so, it was that ignorant as, of as what a, she said to compare her tomboy stage with kids that grow up with a certain genitalia, but their brain is telling them, nah, I'm not, I'm different. As a self-proclaimed tomboy back in my day, fishing playing football with my brother, playing baseball with my brother. I never ever thought about switching genders. But of course, that's just was me. That doesn't mean that's not everybody. Just cuz you were a tomboy doesn't mean I just, you want to switch I, play I'm for like the other team. Brittany Carroll. Okay. Brit- Brittany Carroll get the phone out of her hands. Okay. Now Well, ma- see, the thing is they they get a grandized opinion of themselves they go on instagram and all of a sudden they've got all these people who are contacting them and following them and they really start to think that every single thing that comes out of their mouth (laughs) is from jesus's that's right you know i got you and you know i'm just i'm just real important now well then Marin morris who was also a really good country star and and she actually is good she came back and took a swipe at britney carroll and said you know she called her insurrectionist Barbie or something. Yeah. It was, it was, she really laid her out and said, don't be comparing your tomboy stuff with people that are, that are really trying to navigate their way through life. It was just horrible. Again, when you're the spouse of somebody who's on the map, just, just pipe it down. It's a bad look. Now, I don't know if she gets on the Twitter sphere or not, but it's, it's, this will be the last one. It's your Tom, opinion is not gospel, okay? Tom Brady's wife. Okay, Giselle, Gazelle, whatever her name is. I know she's, you know, a she's billion gone to dollar Costa mom. Rica. I don't care where she go away. Because she okay. doesn't want him playing the football. Okay, here she goes. We we have to listen to her two cents. I don't know if she put it's just Well, he ain't listening to her two cents. He's still going to practice. I don't know. But she's opened her yap up over and over again since uh they've been married. And it's like like I said. Wife, just just watch the game like everybody else. Sometimes your husband's going to win. Sometimes he's going to lose. Just just 
Just be a loving. Out of your hand. Take your grubby little thumbs off the phone and let it go. Just be a loving, supportive wife. Unreal. All right. Today, we're going to ask the question, and we're going to stay on the celebrity uh, bashing here because that's what I'm good at. (sighs) Is is why do celebrities, you know, especially actors and actresses, continue to hook up? I, I I'm asking that question. You know, there's a. 50% 50% chance, basically a flip of the coin, that this relationship is not going to make it. And I just, I don't get it. Now, I know there are some celebrities, you know, that they think they're better than than us regular people. And they are, you know, so they're not They're gonna, talented. They're not necessarily better. Well, they're not going to date a plumber. No. They're not no. going to date the barista at the Starbucks or whatever. So I guess... What is it? They, they hook up with people in their circle? Right. Is that, people okay. that they've had, you know, the background dancer, you know. Well, it seems like it, assist, it happens on the set of movies. Production assistant, yeah. They're on the set of movies, and one this star has a trailer, and this one has a trailer, and all of a sudden, one of them's over and the other, other one's trailer. And right. then TMZ's there to take a picture of it, and now the whole world knows we got a hookup. But... I, I thought the first rule at any workplace was to never hook up with somebody at work. Don't That's sh- usually a bad play. Don't shit where you eat. I don't know. It's Usually somebody's going to get fired. But evidently the actors and actresses, they, they play by their own rules. Now, there are well, some... I mean, def- now some of the sets have something somebody called an intimacy coordinator that actually coordinates the sex scenes to make sure they don't go over or someone's not feeling good about what went down so yeah they do have to like get close to each other right and sometimes it's fireworks but anyway um let's look at some of the actors and actresses that have married just regular people with regular jobs let's see uh matt damon his wife she's very pretty she's uh was a bartender right uh meryl street john stewart and hathaway Clooney, Vince Vaughn, he met his wife at a wedding. Wedding crashers. Wedding crashers. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, big Vince Vaughn fan right here. So so give these celebs some props, right, for for marrying people not affiliated with the Hollywood crowd, okay? But then there's some that did marry the Hollywood crowd and, and it stuck. That's true. Now, there's there. That's true. A lot of them stood to tell, like uh, Kevin Bacon and his wife. Yep. Um, Kara Sedwick. These aren't actors and that. Not all of them. Jay Z and Beyonce. That's true. They are making a great run of it. Justin Timberlake, Jessica Biel, uh, Mila Kunis. I don't know how to say her name that great. Ashton Kutcher. Kutcher. I don't know. That one's a little weird for me. Uh, Anyway, Sarah, Jessica Parker, Matthew Broderick. How about Tim and Faith? They've got a really good run going. Annette Bening, right? Warren Beatty, they've been together forever. Dax Shepard, Kristen Bell. Um, oh, I almost forgot. John Corbett and Bo Derrick. That's one that's been so under the radar, everybody yeah, forgot yeah, they were still together. He's a lucky son of he a He is a lucky SOB. So props to these couples, right, for holding it together. So, you know, it does go to show that not all celebrities are just dirty, selfish bastards. Okay, so 
Are you going to tell us who the Selfish Bastards are? Well, now we're going to get to the fun part. Okay. The long list of celebrities. This is why we're here. You know I like to do some bashing. Okay. These, <laughs> this thing, all these things were doomed from the start. Okay. We'll start with Brad and Angelina Jolie. Oh, Lord. Okay. Now, that started up on the set of the, the Smiths or something. Right. Well, Mr. Miss, and Mrs. Smith. He did do a movie about the Smiths. Big mouth. Needed a sip there. Allergy voice is in effect. Okay, again, you know, if the trailer's rocking, don't come knocking. All right, these two Einsteins, they, they, um, now I like Brad Pitt. Don't get, I, he's in some great movies. I know some of these are a little long in the tooth now, but A River Runs Through It, uh, Snatch. If you've never watched the movie Snatch, I'm telling you, Guy Ritchie, did he not kill it in that thing? He and Brad was excellent. Pitt That's one is of the best. freaking awesome in that movie. I love Brad, but the thing is, Brad and Angelina, they adopted a whole pile of kids, and then they have some together. Yes, they had a few together also. You know, and, and then that thing fell One apart. One big happy family. I mean, what are you doing? I mean, why why are you going to bring a bunch of kids into the middle of that it's just it's just one bad decision after another i i don't understand it now now here's an oldie but a goodie and we're not going to go on and on and bring up a, a billion couples we're just going to hit the hot spots is woody allen and mia Farrow? oh my god okay now the first question you ask is does mia Farrow have 2020 vision <laughs> because woody allen he could be the ugliest human being on the planet i well, know some he's people brilliant. thought it as a transactional relationship where she was in many and i when i watched many of the 1980s and 90s movies that she was in right that he was directing right that, that's why you know okay <laughs> you should know that the story goes there was a documentary they went through this whole disaster and it was very good magically woody didn't uh, participate no. in it and he never went to jail or anything as far as i know but it, it, the whole thing, if you don't know it, that they adopted, again, a bunch of kids. And then Woody took a liking to one of the adopted kids and basically traded Mia in for a teenager. And, well, there's and they're one still or two, together, aren't yeah. they? He's still there's with one them. or two that supposedly he fathered, but the majority were adopted. Okay, all right. I mean, how twisted is that? Uh, you know, it's we adopt kids... And then he ended up marrying one. I mean, that whole thing was just a disaster. I felt bad for her. Like I said, there's a doc. But on they're it. still married, and they have two children. I mean, you, you know. I don't I, know. I, again, I don't. It's care. a mess. He, he started creeping on her when she was in high school. Right. And he's like 59 years old. And then they go back and dissect his movies. You were talking about back in the day. Right. And there's all this dialogue in there about older guys and young kids. I like I said, the guy's been a creep. His entire life, everybody's called him a genius for the great movies he makes. And I've watched some of them. They're not that great. And now that he's done this, they're unwatchable. So Woody Allen, go away. All right, here, here's another one. that This is like shooting fish in a barrel. And, and this is Jennifer Lopez. And just about <sighs> any, and her married to just about anybody with money. Okay. Wait, wait, now, wait a minute. She had did have I, a waiter guy. She had a backup I, dancer. I don't care. The, they weren't all... Flesh with money. Let's go through the ones we know. Mark Anthony. Okay. He was, if you don't know who he is, I understand. Now, he was, he's a serial marrier also. So. Okay. He, he he's was like, like a producer and a singer and all back in our day. 
So she was with him for a while. And I believe she dated um, Puff Daddy or P. Diddy or yeah. whatever he's calling the himself dress. this week. I mean, what a disaster. You know, it, it, then we went with uh, Ben Affleck. This was the first time, not now. The first, the first time. So they were called Ben Low or Bay Low or J Low or Ben. I don't know what they called him. Okay. Benifer. There you go. I couldn't think of it. <laughs> All right, then the one that I really, really was, I, I had my fingers crossed for Jen in this one, was Alex Rodriguez. Okay, I, I was really, I got to laugh. I think the pandemic <laughs> screwed him because they kept saying, we're going to get married. First no, you turn 50, no, no. and then we're going to get married, and then the pandemic come, and then we want to have this big, huge wedding, but we can't I, do that because of the pandemic. And then, then he had his straying eyes, and that ended that whole relationship. What happened with those two is they didn't have enough mirrors in the house. Oh, Lord. Because he loves to look at himself, and so does she. And Creamy so there was total everywhere. Ar- there was arguments everywhere in the house because nobody would get out in front of the mirror, <laughs> get it out of the way of the mirror. What a disaster. I mean, both of those two had the IQ of a rock. And the kids and, and the kids were close, too. Yeah, that thing went down like the Titanic. And, and who would have thought? I, I was hoping that one would go. And then J-Lo, I'm trying not to say J-Ho. I'm trying not to say it. But then back with the Affleck guy, who could be the worst actor who ever stood in front of a camera. And, and now these two, after swapping sores with everybody in town, now these two are back together. I mean, it is freaking hilarious. You know, this dude, it's your own life do what you want you know he was married to a lovely lady had kids with uh jennifer garner Gardner, and, and he fucked all that up for booze in the casino okay and now nobody will have him because they know he's booze and casino I and mean, so th- those two, they eloped in vegas i mean come on jennifer lopez <laughs> and ben affleck they looked, got officially they married last week. They looked around the room, and nobody else would have them. And so they said, well, I guess we're back together. I mean, what a freaking disaster. I, I don't get it. All right, I, Here's my opinion. I think she's got, like, the Elizabeth Taylor complex, where she's just in love with love. Well, every time she sleeps with somebody, she gets married. Well, I don't know. I'm, I wish them well. I hope everything works out. I don't. You don't. I could care less. All right. And now here, here's the one that really sparked this this topic was Olivia Wilde. Oh, my God. Who is 38 years old. And she's with Harry Styles right now. I don't Boy know band. in what capacity. He's 28 years young. All right. Now, if you don't know who Olivia Wilde is, she's a very pretty lady. Um, she was in this thing we liked a long time ago called the Black Donnelly. She's Love been in a bunch of movies. Um, there's one that's really crazy I like. It's called The Change Up. And it's not about baseball. It's just a crazy-ass movie. And uh, you gotta seek it out, The Change Up. I'm not saying it's a good movie, but there's some really good funny scenes in that. Now, Harry Styles, he was in some English boy band called Crickets or something. One what Direction. One Direction, whatever they were called. Okay, and I like him. Okay, old geezer. You don't I mean, even know who One Direction is. No clue. But he's having a very successful solo career. Yes, he is. And I like some of his stuff. I really like that song, Golden. But anyway, Olivia Wilde, 
She was married to Jason Sedakis. They were not married. They oh, they were married. Okay, no. well, they had kids. They had kids. There's no marriage. All right, now, Jason, if you don't know who he is, he's been in the Millers and a bunch of goofy movies. He and, of course, he's Saturday Night, Night Live. Live. Now, they got together and had kids, and that broke up. And magically, Olivia and Harry were where when they met? On a set, set of a of movie. movie. And now here we go. Movie she was directing. Um, and just came out last week or so. Okay, here's another an, another cradle robber. We got we got Megan Fox, and if you don't know who Megan Fox is, I really don't either. I think she's been in the Terminators or the Transformers or Transformers. some crappy shit. She's with Machine Gun Kelly. Okay, that's right. I said Machine Gun Kelly. Um, I'm glad. I'm glad to say I don't know one song by that dude. I have no idea. Now, Megan Fox, she had three kids, was married to Brian Austin Green. Green from 90210. Beverly Hills. And I don't know anything else he's done after that. He hasn't done much. That was the problem. He wasn't leaving the house. He wasn't working. Okay. He has agoraphobia problems. Okay. All right. Well, whatever. Okay. Now, she's a mother of three, and she's dating or living with whatever. With Machine Gun Kelly. Okay, magically she popped up right in this video, jumping up and down on a bed. I mean, way to go, Mom. Nice role model for the kids. I mean, these celebrity people, they are freaking nuts. And, and, and speaking of nuts, here's two more winners. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. Well, they aren't together anymore, so. I know. But I'm saying, how does Kim Kardashian... Spend seven years and four kids with Kanye West. Have she, you lost your freaking marbles? A very patient person. I mean, come on. We can do better than this. I like Kanye West. When he first came out of the gate, he had some really cool songs. And the last couple things he's done are just, I don't know. He's all preachy and... I don't know if he's an ordained minister now or he just thinks he is. Don't, don't yeah, tell. Yeah, this last thing, he named after his mom. I feel sorry for his mom because it was not good. It's, it's, it's a train. This dude, you know, he's going to sit here and try to tell me that what I'm doing wrong, but he can't even get his own shit together. And check out the names of the kids, okay? Kim Kardashian, let's say it again, was married to Kanye West. You can't make this shit up. Okay, they had kids that are called North, Saint, Chicago, and here's the last one, Psalm. Okay, P-S-A-L-M. That's right. From the, the Bible. That's from the Bible. It's a song. Is a psalm in the Bible. I mean, I, again, I just, I really don't understand it. And then to make things better... Now, they're not together anymore, but then she started hanging around Pete Davidson. Okay, he's at the ripe old age of 28, and Kimmy's 41. Okay, now he's already... The rumor uh, was he had a good magic stick, so... That's right, and he's already been through Kate Beckinsale, Ariana Grande, and, and then him and Kimmy hooked up. I mean, it's just, the whole thing is just a train wreck. I don't know. Uh, look... Again, we could go on and on and on of these celebrities who well, just keep the, jumping from bed this, to bed. DiCaprio, he only dates chicks who are under 25. His last girlfriend, day after she turned 25, out of there. Rules are rule. 
Okay. <laughs> He's you, 47. You don't see him in the tabloids, though. No, that's you, true. You know, whatever he does, he does behind, you know, behind closed doors. He doesn't stick it out there for the whole world. Again, these celebrities, this this bed jumping, it's just disgusting. I don't get it. You know, if you're an actor and an actress and you're an attractive person, you have money in the bank, why you, you can't meet somebody nice, some ordinary civilian and have a nice, quiet life? I, I don't get it. I, I, it's probably, somebody, somebody wants to be in the background just to be a support. I don't know. I think it's paranoia. You know, the, the am big, I with the most famous person in the room? No, I'm not. I think it's, you know, they're big time celebs, you know. I think if they hook up with someone who's not of their, you know, stature, right. they might be like using them for their money. And I, I don't know what it is. Anyway, the topic just popped up in our head because we see these people just hooking up over and over again. And it just seems so strange. Yeah, such is life. All right. We're going to roll right into one tough son of a bitch. Uh-oh, this is homegrown here. It's very homegrown. Actually, Patrick, he, he walked on the land that we're sitting on, so. It's Patrick Henry. Yes, it is. Okay. There's a high school named after him right down the road. Our kids went there. Wifey went there. I went there. Patrick Henry was born in 1736 from Studley, Virginia. Get your history lesson today. He was the first and the sixth governor of Virginia. He was the first elected governor of Virginia. Yep. Patrick Henry's father immigrated. How about immigrated from Scotland right. and settled in Hanover County right Yeehaw. here where we're at. Oh, wow. Now, he married Sarah Shelton. I wonder if she's kin to Ben Shelton. Anyway, that's a side note. I, I work with a guy named Ben. Well, I used to. And was, Sarah Shelton's dad was very wealthy. Huh, it sounds like me, Patrick. Good move, baby. So he hooks up with Sarah. They got all this land out here right now. I didn't know this. He entertained guests at the Hanover Tavern. Right. Which is it's still a functioning restaurant, right? Right, right. down here. And we've never been. It's right I've down been. the road. Uh, of course, Patrick Henry, very vocal about breaking ties with England. The Brits, uh, in, they imposed a stamp, stamp Act um, in 1765, which basically anything that was printed on paper, they wanted a piece of it. Right. They wanted some money sent back across the pond. But the one that really ticked Patrick Henry off was when the Brits stole a bunch of gunpowder down here, just um, down here in Williamsburg. Right. Where me and the wifey were just that. Um, the on, va on vacation in Williamsburg. It's a cool little spot to hang out for a couple of days. So they loaded it up on their royal ships and were heading across the pond, and Patrick had had enough. So he organized a militia and went after the dirty Brits. Now, they didn't get the gunpowder back, but he made them pay for it. But anyway, um, Patrick Henry had a very big voice in our independence from Yes, England. he did. He did the, the famous give... Liberty or give me death. Right. Down in very great orator. Very good about getting his point across. There's several monuments and memorials for Patrick Henry. There's a place down the road here called Scotchtown Plantation. It's like 15 minutes from where we're sitting. It's a national historic landmark. This is a place where he lived. Right. Um, the Red Hill Patrick Henry National Memorial, which uh, we get a newsletter from them a yeah. couple times a year. We're pretty tight with them. Yep. Of course, Patrick Henry, one of the founding fathers of this country. And, of course, Catch has said it, famous for seven words he delivered in a speech 
Give me liberty or give me death. And that makes Patrick Henry one tough son of a bitch. Okay, we got what you're watching. And this was an interesting one. I, I'm really usually not a lifetime watcher, but this one piqued my interest. It was called Frogging Hider in My House. It was on Lifetime. It's about the stranger than fiction truth thriller about the phenomenon of frogging where people are secretly living inside your house and you don't know it, whether it's up in the attic or in the crawl space. What is this? Frogging, frogging. the hider in my house. And it was interesting because they, they actually had people talk about their experiences of having found out somebody's living in your attic and you didn't know it. For real? For real. It was crazy. In, or living, in, in or the living United in, States? Yes. They had, Shannon and I sat and watched it. We've, we've watched five, and it's crazy that someone was like living in your house. You didn't know it. You know, stuff would be missing like a wine bottle or one guy. I find that very... Uh, not having a clue. <laughs> That's what I find. <laughs> yes, but it happened. It was really, I mean, it was really cre okay. creepy. I mean, that you, and one guy was like, had lived in the family's house during Christmas and had taken some of the Christmas presents away from them and stuff. It was crazy. Anyway, if that's true life stories are your thing, that's something to check out. Frogging, hider in my house. Wow. Didn't know. All right, we're going to roll right into cocktail of the week. We know you've been waiting. Impatiently. It's the French martini. Now, the martini craze, it was big in the 90s. Yeah. Now, I'm a little tardy to that party because I do like a martini, but I just started fooling with them like a year or two ago. There's something a little classy about it. Yeah. I don't know if it's, it's debonair. Called. All right. It's like uh, James Bond or something. All right. Now, this has got an ingredient that I'm not familiar with. Creme de cassis? Creme de cassis. Cassis. I can't say it. All right. Well, anyway. Or you can just use Chambord. That's the other choice. Well, this guy changed it. Okay. this the, the French martini was updated by Alan Katz, who was a bartender and a distiller. Hey, that that's a good guy to know right there. He he can. It's not Keith McNally in New York City bars? Uh, he might have made the one with the Chambord. Okay. And this guy switched it up. And, yeah, he replaced uh, the Chambord. Shampoo. Yeah, creme with de... the creme de... Cassis. Okay. It's very easy to make. It tastes great, and it looks good in the glass. Yeah. Okay, now it's a martini, so of course it's a shaker. So you got your shaker filled with ice. You add a shot of vodka. Top shelf vodka, of course. A quarter ounce of your creme de... Cassis. Is that in the liquor store? Um. Yeah, but it's hard to find. Okay. See, I've I, had it before, but I, I haven't been able to find it this summer. Try it, not to do drinks where you can't find the ingredients. Right. <laughs> but this one, that might be hard. And then, I mean, you, I think the Chambord is much easier to find. Okay, then use that. That's obviously in every liquor store. And then a, an ounce and three quarters, almost another whole shot of fresh pineapple juice. Put that in your shaker. Shake the shit out of it. Pour it into a chilled martini glass, and bam, you have the French martini. And what makes it French is the Chambord is a French liqueur. Okay, cool. All right, today we were bumpered in by a band that I really like, the Smashing Pumpkins. Formed in 1988 from Chicago, Illinois. I, for some reason, there's not many bands 
that come from Chicago? I don't know. I don't get it. Maybe it's all Maybe the it's shooting. blues or something. I don't know. It's too blue. All right. Billy Corgan. This is his baby. Uh, the original lineup was Billy on guitar vocals, Jim, Jimmy Chamberlain drums, Darcy was the bass player, and right. James Eha was the uh, guitar. Okay. Yeah. That's the Smashing Pumpkins I know. Billy's still going, but it's... Eha's in perfect circle, right? Is he? Yes, he's in perfect oh, okay. circle. okay. That's a and really And he and Darcy one. used to date at one time. Oh, really? I yeah. didn't know that. I got all my geeky facts about the Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, she left the band... Uh, I'm not. She was a, a bit of a handful. A lot of complaining. Now she's a, a a female. When they started out, you know, again they're riding around in vans and buses with three dirty guys, and if she likes drink, makeup. Okay, she did fancy pixie and herself she, up. Yeah, she you know she glammed herself up. Not and it, that was nothing to take away from her abilities either no i mean i saw the smashing pumpkins in the early 90s at a place called the boathouse which was just a basically a cinder block building down here in the hampton roads virginia beach area and the band who opened up was was swerve driver i love swerve driver oh it's going to be two for one today check out swerve driver wherever <laughs> you get your music so i got to see them open up for the pumpkins the only thing i remember about the show it seemed like the Smashing Pumpkins were just in a hurry to get it over with. It was Darcy was up there bitching, like yelling at the crowd, "Don't do this and don't say that and don't don't don't." And um, well, there was, was a rumor they just they ixnate her by text or something. Uh, <laughs> that thing had come to a head. But um, I again they had they got two Grammys, so yeah. I just remember when the album Gish. It's G-I-S-H. It comes out in like 1991. And the first song on the first album is called I Am One, which is what we bumpered in today. I mean, what a way to introduce yourself to the world. And then about mid-album is a song called Snail. And then you figure out right then, Billy Corgan is a great, great guitar player. Yeah. And he is. And he started out as a bass player. Oh, he did? Yep. Um... I've, I've got the first handful of albums. Uh, they had Siamese Dream came out. Um, they had an album, the, the, the double album, Melancholy and, the Inf Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. I mean, very ballsy to put out a 28-song double album in 1995. Right. There's a song on there I love called Stumbelina. Of course, everybody knows Tonight, Tonight, 1979. Right. But there's a lot, a lot of good songs on that album. They did an album called Machina, uh, which had raindrops and sun showers on it, and a song called Stand Inside Your Love. Really, really great songs. It's not a great album, but it's got some good songs on it. But for some reason, I don't know, the copy I have on CD... He had Flood. This guy was a famous producer, produced that album, and it sounds like shit. I mean, the production on that album is wretched. I don't understand it. But um, just there's so many great songs the Pumpkins did that, that kind of seem forgotten. Right. Um, that's, a, that's a bit of a blur. Yeah, they did some other stuff after that. He got into the drum machine, everything. Went t -t 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 -t, and, and then it... 
I don't know. Of course, Billy always said, you know, I'm not going to redo Gish, and I'm not going to redo Sami's Dream, and you want me to redo, I'm going to branch out. And when the branching out started yeah. into Ick. But anyway, big fan of the Pumpkins. Check them out wherever you get your music. I want to thank everybody for listening, and we will see you all down the road. See ya.